Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning, afternoon, evening to wherever you are in the universe. You are now locked in to the Thanks for Trying podcast, hosted by me, Corin, also known as, sometimes known as, possibly known as, The Last Skeptic. It is episode five, it is season two, and this is a super special episode. I've got two incredible, funny people that I'm so lucky that I got the chance to sit down with and get absolutely drunk and to be honest I think I was the only one that was very smashed but you know that's okay don't judge me for it Amelia de Moldenberg and Sarah Pascoe it was recorded at Emily's Bar in Stoke Newington and big shout out to everyone that's been locked into the season so far don't forget there are 10 episodes if you haven't done so already subscribe go check the last four episodes go back and check the 20 episodes in series one and review it on whatever you get your podcasts on like it give it five stars tell me how you feel and enjoy this episode big up welcome to the thanks for trying podcast season two episode five with my very special guests, Sarah and Amelia. Thank you so much for coming. Hey. This is the first time I've met you, Sarah. Yeah, but and I know your brother. You know my brother very well. So it's like, yeah, and you, you're a bit, you look like a grown-up version of him. <laughs> that's how I would put it, politely. Whoa, yeah. whoa, and he's four years older. How does I know, and he's got a baby. And he's got a baby. I became an uncle, like, really, really recently. First time, first time of being an uncle. I think it's the best. I'm an aunt. I've got three nieces. Whoa. And it's really great. What about you? None. You Zero. Siblings, I have a sibling, but she's younger than me. Yeah, my yeah. sisters are younger than me. Oh, really? Yeah, you can just wait them out. You just wait them, wait them out. out and then they do it and you get all the pressures off. I do think my sister will have a baby before I do. Yeah. And I think I'd, I'd love to be a, an aunt rather than a mother. Mm. Yeah. Right, yeah. You, know, you, get be, the, you get to be a very naughty, cool person. Yeah. Yes. And they don't know that you're not necessarily those things. See, but my, my niece currently, I, she really hates me and it really upsets me. Oh. Everyone else in my family holds my niece yeah. and she's super, like, cute and, yeah. like cuddling everybody and then she holds me she mm. screams yeah. no joke yeah. hand her back to my mum she, she stops screaming and then she looks over my mum's shoulder at me and just gives me gives the evils evil. um, do you, get, do you get nervous when you hold her yeah definitely so what 100%. happens is babies if they feel any tension in your muscles they yeah. go oh, I'm not safe here right. and they scream like it's an alarm that goes off like no no, no I'm going to get dropped I'm going to get dropped oh like a horse yes <laughs> so, no, but like animals they just have a they have a obviously it's a survival instinct and do you are you fully you're fully 
adept to like just holding them now. You're totally cool. Oh, I really like to hold babies. It doesn't mean they don't always cry. Okay. Because you can't help but think, what would happen if I dropped it on its head? I always think that. When I was a child, I dropped someone else's baby down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know why I had it. I always, when I think back to it, like I was probably about 10 sitting at the top of the stairs. I just remember it going down on its head and then its parents, like they just left our house straight away. It was the parents' fault for giving you the child. Of course it was. They were obviously doing that adult they're probably having a cheese fondue it was the 80s of course. <laughs> yeah. they all do that too busy with the fondue I feel like with cheese fondue sets you use them once and they're at the back of the cupboard with the, with the popcorn maker the ice oh, cream maker what's it now we've all the got the pancake frying what's pan what's the one with vegetables uh, spiralizer. Yeah, spiralizer. Yeah. Same. that's the new fondue thing mm. where you think it's such a great idea I'm going to spiralise everything and it's I've just... never seen a spiralizer in real life in action like how are they are they great are they, well, are they fun in real life they're pretty good they're so hard to clean terrible it's the thing. so I got one as a present from an ex's sister and I actually thought what an amazing <laughs> gift I'm a vegan I can now make courgette and then I did it once and it's really fun because you're like and you're winding it all around and then you have to clean it and you go I'm never using that again it wasn't right. worth it and so also, it's not a dishwasher type thing it's like no, a hand no. it, would, it, would it, would, it would leave bits on there it's like a cheese grater mm. so you'd have to like really get oh into god the bits, no. and it comes apart so you'd have to wash it all separately it's not worth it is mm. it it's, it's not, not worth it and if you have like a strange shaped courgette yeah then it's really hard to spiralise true story okay so if you've got like one of the like an allotment courgette yes. I mean oh, a huge one <laughs> like a massive one because I saw a massive courgette the other day you would not be able to get that on a spiralizer. Maybe it was. I was in the countryside and someone... It's this thing. I'm not from... Yes. I'm from the yeah. central London. Yeah. I went the to the countryside London. and there was a massive courgette forward slash marrow. Yeah. marrow. Left on the side with Just a note being like... Take me. Take yeah. this. Sick. I Did you make, take it? No, obviously not. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> no, especially if you think it's a freak courgette. You're like, what am I going to make with it? Yeah. yeah. True. And it was, what kind of GMO things are they using in that in, in, in their uh, pesticides? Also, apparently, if it's huge, it doesn't taste as good. No, it doesn't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lol. Uh, so where, where were you today? So you had you had something um, today. I was working at home. Okay, great. And then I yeah, went around to my friend Ashling's about to go to New York for a job till Christmas. Pick her so, up. So it was a, a live uh, a little party at her house, but everyone's got kids now. So actually, it was really great. So the youngest baby was six months. The eldest is eight. Mm. So there were lots of and the four year old. There's a four year old boy there who was having such a nice time. He went up to Ashling and asked if he could live there forever. Oh. Isn't that amazing? That is so cute. Oh, yeah. I've left before he's been told he can't live there. <laughs> no, yeah. so get out at the now. moment he's having this brilliant time, there's, like, there's donuts everywhere and there's other yes. kids. And he's like, This is life, Mum, I'm not going home. Yeah, what is, his, so what is his family life like? I mean, is it that? Not enough donuts. It's not a party. Not yeah. Donuts. yeah, holy shit. Mm, that's fun. Sundays are, are made for that. And I, like, I feel like when I went to go see all of my parents' friends, they would also have meat because obviously we yes, grew up vegetarian. Yeah. Mm. So there would be all these things on tables too mm. high that smelt of like magical things yeah. that I didn't eat. Because you're, you're a vegan, right? I'm a vegan, but I wasn't brought up. Right. I became vegetarian quite young, but not never because my parents wouldn't let me have it. So I didn't mm. have that thing where... It, it was always my choice. Yeah. But I used to drink people's booze. Uh, At that kind of age, I yeah. think about being on tables. Um, some of my dad's family, they kind of, they, did, they ran a catering business. So if you went around to their house, there mm. was a full bar. Yeah. And what you would do as a kid, which was so like precocious and cute, is you go, I'll serve the drinks. Yeah. And then you'd be like, one for them, one yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did exactly the same with my parents' whiskey. Mm. But yeah, the, 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 the meat thing, like I didn't try it until I was 27. 
Ever? Ever. Nothing Didn't at all? Didn't try meat, really? fish, anything. Yeah, do you remember, like, because I was on one of the early chicken, chicken shop dates. Yeah, when they were a column. When it was a and column. And you were veggie. I was veggie, I had to have chips. <laughs> and, and, so, and now do you eat meat? Yeah. Oh, so you have completely changed over. Completely changed. Do you changed. get a thing when you eat it where it's still, does it feel illicit in any way? Yes. Or is it normal? Does Always. it? Always. Does it? It feels really strange. Yeah. What kind of meat do you eat now then? Just everything. Yeah, yeah, everything. Like Really? I, the Even, first like, really meaty meat, like steak Super meaty, like, off the bone, I prefer. Like, I don't even know why. It's just I super not, calm. No, I think like, if you're going to have meat, it should look like meat. Yes, I think sometimes yes. the peripheral, the mashed up, the burgers and the ham mm. and that kind of stuff, I think actually about having it in that state, if you're mm. going to do it, do it properly. That yeah. makes much... I don't think that's gross. That makes much more sense to me as a vegan. Yeah. Yeah. I am the yeah. opposite because yeah. I only eat meat that doesn't look like meat. Right. Oh, I'm yes. like chicken nugget. Yeah. How do you feel about the person. so? Do you feel okay about the reformed meat? Have you ever watched those documentaries of no, how I they reform? I don't want to watch a documentary because yeah. I know that as soon as I watch a documentary, I'm going to want to eat it. <laughs> I don't think it does. I think if you really like them, it people's doesn't matter. Really, it doesn't, doesn't matter. I watched yeah. um, Okja. Okay. Yeah. And I for a, for like half an hour, I didn't want to eat pork. Mm. Which is, big, yeah. which is yeah, a big thing. Which is a big thing. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, what's also wrong? So. Was Okja a pork? A pork. Uh, a pig. It was a pig, yeah. yeah. Huge, it's about a huge pig. Is that John Ronson's um, film? It's John Ronson's film, yeah. And I've really got into his books now. Yeah, he's a brilliant writer. The, yeah, yeah, since I'm reading um, Psychopath Test so, at the moment. Such a good book. Yeah, really yeah good. it's yeah. scary. From, I'm yeah. scared when I'm reading it. I'm scared. Did you get to that bit where... No, I'm in the beginning, so don't ruin it. Okay, yeah. it's not a spoiler. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like it's 30 pages in. Okay, well, mm. I promise it's not a spoiler. Mm. There's just a line where it goes, if you're reading this and asking yourself, yeah. am I a psychopath, then don't worry, you're probably not a psychopath. Right, okay, because... Okay. It's, one of those, it's, it's the opposite of a Catch-22. But yeah, w- wondering, oh, could I possibly be? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not, because you care about it and you would, mm. okay. it affects you, which is, yeah, you're not. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's brilliant, he's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, so his film's about um, a, g- a girl um, in Asia and she sort of is given a, a pig mm-hmm. um, and then it grows and grows and it's this like magical pig yeah. and then it gets taken from her, basically. Yeah. And it's a story of like, what happens when she's trying to get the pig back? Wow! And so after that, you became hungry. Yeah, because they show afterwards. hardcore sort of yeah hardcore mm. that, they, farming. Well, so, of so pigs. Simon Amstel's film did that as well. Oh, Carnage yeah. is really funny and so accessible, but I think actually it's not one of those propaganda films. But if you watch it and you eat meat, I think yeah. you do. Actually, even if you don't, it's quite upsetting what they mm. show about farming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the Marquis de Sade, right? He didn't think that other people's pain mattered at all because you right. couldn't feel it. And I do think that with animals, you either think that their pain matters mm. or you go, no, it's just a chemical reaction going on in their body right. because like everything else, they don't want to die. Mm. So I think that's the thing is you go, oh, it looks gross, but th- human beings, I can empathise with them. Some people mm. just don't empathise with animals. Yeah. What's very odd is when people have pets that they really love and would cry if they yeah. had like, oh, mm. we just found out he's got cancer in his liver and yeah. we can get him another couple of years. And they're so upset and you think, but it's so odd that other animals' pain yeah. doesn't matter at all. I just Cognitive think it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah, It's true, it's because they don't, it's, I guess it's like pets are seen as something separate because they don't live in your house and you don't see yeah. them in Well, you ways. see the personality of that animal yeah. and you don't think, mm. oh, maybe all animals have got personalities. Yeah. But I'm sure if yes. everyone had cows as pets, then I think they wouldn't so. be eating. Well, also, like, sheep are them. really... So sheep have been bred to be really stupid. Apparently, they were used to be much more dog-like and still some yeah. sheep are really, really friendly and clever and they like to be stroked and obviously people who yes, work with I them... I stroked a sheep on Did the weekend with, the, yes. with the, the marrow and everything, yeah. yeah. Where, so where were you in the countryside? <laughs> I was in Petworth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? What, what, um... It's in Sussex. Okay. okay. West Sussex. Right. Mm. 
everything was happening over there, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, what, so, what's, so what's, what's some chicken shop dates then? So chicken so shop date yeah. is my YouTube series. Oh yeah. Um, where I date rappers in chicken shops. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a comedy. And most recently, Sean Paul. Sean Paul was the last one. D double E actually yeah. was the last last one. Right. Yeah. But yeah, Sean Paul was big. Big, uh, big one for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we did that in Cardiff. We filmed that in Cardiff, which is kind of oh, random. Because okay. I've been, I heard that he was a fan of the show, mm. and so then obviously I was like, need to get him on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And because mainly we, I interview like grime and like UK rap, and so he was kind of one mm. of the first international acts I've had. Yeah. Even though I've been doing it for so long, like I've been doing the show on YouTube for about five, nearly five years. Mm. Um, but yeah, we filmed in Cardiff because he was he was having a show there. Yeah. We got half an hour with him and it was great. Wow. Have you ever had a rapper who's like, I don't like chicken? Uh, apart from me. Apart from you. Yeah. Um, people don't normally eat. People don't oh, eat, really. Okay. I'm like, come I on. I ate so much of that. I know, yeah. but people don't usually <laughs> I eat. Don't usually. Because yeah. I, they're just like, they don't want to eat. We normally film at like nine in the morning. Right, okay. So you don't really want to yeah. eat yeah. then. Yeah. And I'm obviously like, eating because I have to I don't want to eat my chicken nuggets then yes, either okay. um, but yeah normally they don't eat and if they do if they it's either it's one or the other it's like they don't eat or they like yes, eat yes, everything yeah. and then like I, I just did one with Mo the comedian I don't know Mo Gideon. yeah yeah he's on the Big Nasty show yes and he was like reordering wings like I think that's a sign of how little money there is in comedy <laughs> <laughs> I, I worry that that's a channel 4 budget and the live circuit at the moment he's like yeah. when am I ever going to eat again <laughs> might as well take a million his wings yeah. have you ever been to the temple of satan in no Hackney? i haven't but i have you heard go. about it really yes good. because people keep messaging me because you know do you know jme he's a rapper he's skepta's yeah. brother mm. and he is um a famous vegan, vegan. Yeah. yeah and he now only really performs at vegan festivals mm. oh, wow. like if you want to go see yes. him you've got to go yeah. to a vegan festival yeah so people keep saying you know you've got to go and date jme and uh, table of satan oh, i yeah. think it's amazing the reason i think you really like it is so i'm not saying this as a because people don't trust you if you're vegan because they go you haven't tasted the real thing for a long time so my yeah. version of like oh my god it's called chase but it tastes just like the right thing mm. um so w- with temple of satan i've taken like my boyfriend eats meat and i've been my best friend eats meat it's so well spiced and textured it's so good th- that it's just incredible and yeah. the burgers and the wraps and everything and, mm, right. you're really gonna like the it ribs so have, are you, really have good. you ever had chicken like in my life, yes. 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 So yeah. does it taste like chicken? I think it's better. You think it's better? Because there's a tastelessness to chicken where what you're getting is texture. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Whereas this is so tasty. I have to go. Mm. So it's like and really, really good southern fried. As if you yeah. were like, oh my God, the batter is the thing. Really? Yeah. The main burger that you'd have would have vegan bacon in it, vegan cheese, mayonnaise, barbecue sauce, lettuce. And it's like the first time I ate one, I cried because I didn't want it to finish. No. <laughs> because, because it felt like cheating. It felt like, and I... Yeah, yeah, I, imagine, yeah, I can yeah. imagine. Oh, and God, it's I have really to go. The lung- only problem yeah. is this is all made from wheat, and I can't. Have it's gluten. Really yeah. That's it. So that's it. If you oh, eat a lot of it, a lot of vegan food is intolerant. Vegan, then you fucked. Yeah, exactly. It's just much, much harder. So that's part much, of the reason why I started eating meat is because mm. I couldn't eat dairy and couldn't yeah. eat gluten anymore. Yeah. And when I was touring, I was like, I can't eat anything yeah. like on the road. Well, Egg sandwiches with my shit. Well, also, like, so like with your brother, my sister's diabetic, and she was very, very intolerant to insulin in her adolescence. And the reason I'm never ever hectoring about veganism is there's lots of people who love animals and do care mm. but actually genetically we all digest things in such different ways yeah. you can't ever go to anyone you mm. have to trust your body in terms of what it needs yeah. right yeah 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 because I, I, I prefer vegan food anyway yeah. like it's when good it's to balance right, it isn't yeah. it yeah it's just it's all it is is about balance it's mm. about having less meat in your diet 
But if I know. have a day that I don't have a gig at the end of it, I yeah. drink in the morning. Because right. the thing that stops me drinking most of the time is, oh, I've got a gig, which means I yeah. can't drink until midnight yeah. most days. Yeah. So if there's a day and it's three o'clock and I go, I'm like, I can have a glass of red wine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really similar psychology to you with yeah, the meat. Yeah, we go, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. allowed. I'm, I'm a grown-up. Yeah, no one else is in charge. <laughs> yeah. That's a very good yeah. point. That's a very good point. Uh, have you been touring? Because you didn't do Edinburgh this year. No, I went up to visit, but I didn't do a show. Okay. The, tour, the, the show I did last year, I start the tour of that this month. So mm. I'll be touring up until Christmas. I've seen the posters on the tube when I'm yeah. on this. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Big time. Mm. Sick. Mm. And are you enjoying touring? I do really like touring. Okay. It's really nice to see Britain actually. Yeah. Like I'm really in love with London, mm. but there are so many other cities and you walk around them going, could I live here? Yeah. Like, and and lots time. of them, you just go, oh yeah, it's, it's brilliant. They've got this whole like scene of music and comedy mm. and theatre and you've got students and yeah. yeah. And it's really nice to remember that I think especially because politically it feels like none of us are allowed to be proud to be British yeah. in a way which is excluding anyone. But yeah. this is the other way we go like, oh no, it is a brilliant nation. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think it's been amazing. This The summer, the heat in, in England mm. yeah. has just made everyone stay in... Yeah, and instead of going on holiday, like I've like had mm. the best summer just going to different parts of the UK. Yeah. So where where is your favourite town then? That's not London or Manchester or Birmingham. Yeah. Like I really like Bristol. Okay. Mm. I think Bristol's, Bristol's a really Bristol's great nice. place with really great people. I think any place that's got a mixture, where you go. There's like underground things, and then you've got mm. kind of like the intelligentsia, but everyone. Any place where people are leaving the house yeah. and they're involved with stuff, yeah. it's really exciting when you get there. Brighton. Brighton. I oh, that's why I went to university in Brighton. And it's really interesting because actually with Brighton, when I was at university, I was really poor and everyone kept going on about how great it was and I thought it was shit. Like yeah. I knew it had a beach and it had the downs. Mm. And then now I go back and I go, you just need money. Yeah. If you've got <laughs> money. Yes. But I was, I was eating cans of soup. Like yeah. I, there was, I, I couldn't go out. Yeah. And now you go, oh my God, yeah, you just have to be very middle class to enjoy it. Yeah. And do you ever think about doing stand-up, Amina? Is no. that the, no. No, I was actually at Edinburgh Fringe as well this mm. this year. I loved it; it was amazing. And when I was there, I was just thinking like these people are so so brave and so yeah. in, incredible. I don't know. I mean, I guess when what you're seeing on stage is like a by like a product of like mm. a lot of rehearsing yes. and like yeah, a lot you need of, to go and see the like, first run through a lot of oh, that's down. It. Yeah. yeah, and like that maybe then if you practice and practice, and Edinburgh, I feel like seems like such an amazing place to be doing a show mm. every day, and then by the end of it, you're so much better than you were when you were yeah. starting. Yeah. So maybe it's just me not having enough confidence, but to me, it seems like incredibly daunting there's, yeah. there's something special like about perform as you know very yeah. well about performing to an audience you, you can't get that yeah. feeling but from also, anything I else think, I think the key to that is always assessing what they want so I've been going to see some of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race <gasps> oh, yeah. oh, wow. and what's really great is the ones who do it really really well have not gone you need to hear about stuff you already know and that's why you're here mm. they've gone now I've got you here there's like mm-hmm. a mixture of this is what got you into the room but this makes this the show Yeah, and um I think it's very exciting, but it is, and it's then seeing people are kind of outside of it. Because I've yeah. been to other people like who do their podcast live, like oh, so my favourite podcast is my favourite murder, and mm-hmm. um, in London it was so incredible, so emotional because you're finally seeing something yeah. in the flesh. Mm-hmm. But then it's a bit boring because you're always doing something when you listen to a podcast, yep. and it's like I need to do the washing up. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the Apollo going, I want to wash up. I need to, I need to like tidy. Yeah. I'm going to be hanging things yeah. up at the same time, yeah. but I'm just sitting here watching something you should listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm yes. not, what, what is? I mean, what is the podcast about? I mean, I feel like I. 
I know so it from, it, from you know what you it's, just said. It's but... a comedy podcast. Okay. And it's the simplest thing. But essentially, these two women, uh, one in her 30s, one in her 40s, uh, both American comics, they both live in LA. They just research a murder and describe it to the other one. Oh, and so so, and so And the other one just reacts to it. And they're both so funny. Oh, a lot right. of it, and it's just That's so brilliant. Really because I feel like people do that all the time anyway when yes. they watch mm. CSI mm. or whatever. Yeah. And then exactly you're that. And then this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, so, and that's it. It's very emotive. So while it's a comedy podcast, actually, mm. um, and also throughout the years of them doing it, um, they have learned, like, so for instance, a better language to talk about sex workers because people got in contact and said, we don't call them prostitutes mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. And, um, and then they've got really good at talking about mental health because some murderers have mental health problems, yeah. mm-hmm. but that's not what makes you a murderer. So they've had to research those things and then they talk so personally about, like, having therapy yeah. uh, themselves the themselves the not having children yeah it's really really incredibly oh, great to, to yeah. to but it makes you obsessed with it it's my first thing since I like to take that where I'm like a fan of something right yeah it's like a fan take that to podcast <laughs> yeah here we are I, I assumed there that you saying you were a super fan of take that yes okay yeah that's not a bad thing do you know what it's just I have to be very honest <laughs> about not, it you just got to get it out there I just it just coincided with my sexual awakening that's it and it just all got projected onto yeah. all five of them even when Robbie left oh, oh so Robbie left was a big thing for me me yeah. and my sister um, ran away from home to meet him because he was presenting the big breakfast you're both too young to remember this he was presenting the big breakfast <laughs> in Stratford that, but I'm very old okay, how old are you 33 <laughs> okay so but you're not as old as me so you might not remember it okay. he was presented the big breakfast for a week yeah and so there was a house in Stratford by the canal and you knew it the address because it, you knew the address because it was in the so we just went there and lived by the canal for a week oh, and every day Robbie man. came out and said hello really yeah my, we stole money from my mum but from her just get to me in. wait who was the co-host was it, I think it was oh, no, Gabby, Ros- Gabby Roslin I think it was think it was oh Anna Friel was on with him that week as well what yeah. the classics yeah, oh the classics and that's it and it, the, the game they played was get your knobbly nuts out because they had a big swimming pool in the garden but you were loving yeah. it <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like yeah this is you don't get a out. television experience like the big breakfast no. anymore. or TF5 Friday, Friday. Friday. Yeah. 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 I think it's a great show I, I think some commissioners are like trying to get they, that yeah, right but they, but they have to allow chaos and the thing is what they do now is try and um, do it but in a controlled way yeah, yeah. and you can't control chaos you have no. to go to edit. you know not to swear and mm. if you do you're the person who's going to get sued and yeah. let people yeah. wreak some havoc of course yeah. Yeah. would you have ever, ever have liked to have been on a show like that like as a personality or a comedian probably I'd really have liked it I think I, I, the reason that kind of TV was incredible as a person growing up, there used to be a thing with Channel 4 where there was an age bracket where you didn't need to go to the pub on a Friday night. Like, so it was probably between like 15 and 25. You stayed in and watched Channel 4 all the mm. way through and be, because the shows felt like it yeah. was a party with your mates. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to watch with my sister and that's it. Is you then go, oh my God, this person has popped in. Yeah. Oh my yeah. shit in God. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. TFIs was great and before that yeah. don't forget your toothbrush they were yes, all yeah. um, and the word the yeah. word and the girly show was the other one girly yeah. show it was just all it yeah, was, it was so chaos. good it was, shows. it was great but then no yeah. one, no, not enough people watch TV now to justify well people of, do you mean like young people because yeah, old people yeah, yeah. love TV <laughs> yeah and that's it so like with, with the BBC yeah. at the moment they're like so BBC <laughs> true, 2 true. is trying to get their demographic younger they want it to be between 30 and 55 which sounds so old mm. but like that's the demographic they're chasing because they know they can't get younger than that yeah, yeah it's true. Um, I go into so many meetings with like with commissioners and with mm. with production companies and they're all like we need, we need to be speaking to young people we 
mm. need to be making shows that young people want to watch and it's kind of like yeah that would be so amazing if there was more TV that sort of yeah. represented young is, people is that, but at the same time you think maybe there's a reason why young people aren't watching television that's that's because they're watching yeah. YouTube and they're also, watching yeah. Netflix yeah. and all those kind of With things like the, and yeah. also the views are so much higher on mm. YouTube than any yes. TV channel yeah so I think that's what they find is when they try and engineer it that's what's very patronising because actually there are some programmes like Ant and Dex Takeaway gets a huge amount of viewers and like Strictly and that's not aimed at young people but young mm. people will watch it because yeah their niece or nephew might watch it with yeah. them or their, mm. their parents or their grandparents yeah. but when they try and make that actual youth television they don't like it should be in shorter bursts Mm-hmm. They don't want to watch advertising. It's, like it's the Steve Buscemi yeah. meme of him at school, like just being like, "Hey, kids!" Yeah, yeah. that's of course because it's yeah, all, yeah. all too, the people are hey, too other old. school children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's yeah. like they're too old. Like the mm. people that commission it, like they have everyone's yeah. so out of touch. Yeah, I think it's just because young people don't don't actually sit down and watch television. Yeah, of course, mm. I haven't and, had a TV for like ten years. Yeah, and but they will walk. Um, for example, like Love Island is mm. like spoken about as like mm. the thing that like stands out as uh, linear TV that that mm. young people actually watch but then again it's more I guess you're you sort of watch it because everyone's talking about yeah, it yeah. it's a social like, thing it's, like, it's, it's, a, much, yeah. it's so much more about um, whatsapp groups and opinions yeah. and mm. even for some people like I do love people who live tweet because mm. what happens is like so the bodyguards on at the moment and you think I've never even heard of this thing but mm. people have tweeted about it for two weeks so you I'm, watch it you I want to, to yes. watch yeah. it now because yeah. of this because and then what I've happens so is you then go I want to watch it and then so that's I think it's trying to crack that thing when I was a child I just wanted comedy my parents didn't understand so if my mum walked into a room she'd have gone what are they doing they're, wally, they're wallies like, they're, like, and I think that's the thing where if, you've, if your parents aren't walking in because you're on your yeah. computer in your bedroom you don't need them to come in and go yeah. I don't understand yeah. my ex-boyfriend's stepdad thought that the day to day was the news because <laughs> he walked, they walked in and they had this um, they had this bit about how yes. they were um, they were clamping homeless people <laughs> and his stepdad walked in and went a bloody good idea that <laughs> And that's what you want as a that's teenager. That's your ex-boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But you do want something where you go, they, it's not for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, loved, really loved the Mighty Boosh. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, if I'd ever sat down with my mum, oh, yeah. she, she would not have... It wasn't for her. Yeah. yeah. Does it worry either of you the fact that the next generation are going to be looking at the things that we love, that we think are so fucking cool... Mm. And doing exactly the same thing. What, yeah. and, you know what I mean? And thinking they're the most uncool things Yeah, I think that's how culture works. I don't think that's negative. What I think is negative if they go, oh, you didn't care about us. Yeah. I think there's stuff like, okay, let's say plastic, for instance. I don't want them to go, hey, you guys all found out about straws and kept using straws. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, you guys knew that you should have had electric cars and you all went, let's wait yeah. till the government legislates on this. I don't care if they like think the stuff that people made is rubbish because yeah. I think that's how culture works that's how you get move on to the next thing mm-hmm. um, I was listening to something that was about spiders and about how sp- spiders who eat their mates mm. and um, there's this particular kind of spider I think it's a jumping spider and every generation the dance that they do to seduce the woman gets longer because every generation the woman goes I've seen that dance <laughs> and then the spiders have to add another little extra <laughs> extra bit extra on the end an encore yeah and then Whoa. they're like hang on sexy Whoa. dance I, that's a new bit and I just think that's what how learning that's what stimulates the yeah. brain is like novelty yeah damn yeah spiders have that's... like really high expectations yeah 
Also, they eat each other. They eat each they other. Do. That's yeah. true. Why spy. aren't we doing that as humans? I have you know, this, I have this theory. That's, that, that's why men pay for dinner. <laughs> that's why they're like, she's full. <laughs> Let's leave. That's a, that's yeah. a really good point. We should be doing that. Um, so you, so chicken shop days before, like, before I get too smashed and I go, I have like, I always have for every episode, mm. I have like three talking points per person. Not never questions. Ever. Okay. Wow, um, I'm literally like so hardcore with my questions. I'm like literally write every single question down. No way. You memorize them. But you have to though, because also because you deliver them with this beautiful deadpan that you have to just know them. Yeah, bam. I have to know. Th- yeah, I guess. Do you also? Ever- I'm like yeah. I like to be over organized. Um, it must fair. be hard. But interviewing must also be hard if you're interviewing people who've been interviewed a lot. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't want to be. You want to see them yeah. like internally Never. roll their yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everyone asks, "Where's your inspiration How for that?" How did you get film? into music? Exactly. That's the whole reason I started the show was because I. I was so bored of like seeing interviews of people mm. where they said, "What's your musical influences?" Mm. Yeah. Like, de- like asking. Well, they the have same these questions. stock questions that doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, they would ask anyone. They'd ask mm. anyone. Yeah. So that was like the reason why I started my show was because I was bored of that, and I thought that having the interview as a date would like make it so much more interesting and mm-hmm. would allow me to be like, "What's your type?" and yeah. like, yeah. "When are we leaving?" Mm. Of course, um, type thing. My Sorry, only, my only. No, 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 my, no. That was perfect. That literally answered a question <laughs> that I've deleted. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the one question I had to ask for you that was, I guess, the most formulaic thing that I had to ask you. I know a lot of people ask who's your ideal guest. That's not interesting to me. I know because I what's never your, know either. So what's your ideal location? Like it could be place or what do you mean? restaurant. Other than a chicken shop. Even if it was a super posh one. <laughs> so I filmed in a, a really posh one with a guy called Santan Dave mm-hmm. because he had a phobia of chicken shops and he wouldn't go in them. He wouldn't go anywhere near them. He said they hate them. They gave him, Wait, gave him nightmares. Yeah. What, because of like his youth or something? I don't know. I, I asked him when we were yes, on the date and he yeah. just wouldn't yeah. go into it. But he said that they were just mad places. Yeah. And I was like, I agree. They can be very late at night. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I just think yeah. either they're too hectic for him, which yeah. I agree oh, with, I respect. But we went to actually a place on Columbia Road, not too far, mm. called Clutch, which was mm. like a really yeah, Clutch is really good food. Fried chicken place. But mm. actually it was great because... As I was saying to you before we started recording was that like, because my format is so simple, it's great Mm. and people really can understand what it is, which is amazing. It's just a date in a chicken shop. Mm -hmm. But then for me, as a person in it, I can get quite bored because I'm literally just doing the same thing like Mm. over and over again. So it was fun for me to go and film in a posh restaurant um, because obviously there's like so many added elements like the table was like super long yeah. and it had like it was a sharing table and I was like oh let's just like take away all the chairs and I'll have one chair on one end and one chair on oh, the other end and it would be like huge and like and that was fun to do that because obviously you ha- don't have really long tables in a chicken shop mm. although you, maybe they should have sharing tables at a chicken I shop I think that's a really good That'd thing be fun. I think you should open one that's, this mm. is the next that, thing like benches um, but yeah like so have you, have you ever shop. interviewed someone on the date and thought actually this is a really great date like I do love <laughs> like the guy you know what yeah maybe yeah i don't know no not really because i'm i'm thinking so much about everything the whole time i'm always convinced that they like don't want to be there and like Mm. i'm really annoying yeah i don't know sorry i feel like i'm I'm blushing now (laughs) (laughs) you know it's an amazing people sorry some Mm. people on the other side Mm. the guys and Mm. i've also i also interview girls but the guys in particular like a lot of the time sometimes i found out uh, afterwards that they've been really like 
um, they thought it was a real date they, yeah they were nervous about doing it because of like what their actual girlfriend would say or oh. like like or that something their friends would say and I'm like come that on that makes it more hilarious I, know, I love <laughs> yeah. that when they tell me that, I'm like that's hilarious mm. but like also it's funny because I'm like obviously it's not real but mm. maybe for some people they do take they do think about it real yeah. like deeply mm. like oh. oh that's very sweet I know it's sweet do you have a favourite guest do you have one I have a favourite guest yeah Oh, I don't know. There's been so many different people. I, I love Big Nasty. Yeah. He's amazing. Mm. And he was such a great guest. And he also was someone that the fans had like been asking for for ages. So that was yeah. really cool to like get him on. Yeah. Um, and he's just, everything he says is hilarious. He's so yeah. funny. Um, the boys from Corrupt FM are yeah, yeah, really hilarious. Shibadi G. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he's amazing. He, he did it in character, of and, course. Yeah, and that was a really interesting episode because normally I never speak to them before and mm. we just yeah. like ad lib the whole thing and I prepare mm. my questions and then it just goes from there but with Asim he was like mm. um because I'm in because he's in character yeah. he was like let's talk about it first and it really it was like at first I was a bit apprehensive because I was like well we don't ever do that so mm, yeah. I, mm. I think it's with but, a character I think actually it's good to do it, it yeah. was really help it was really great because then we actually got to like semi script some elements mm. and some parts also, and you just, just feel make safe. it funny so yeah. rather than one of you throwing something and thinking this will be funny yeah. you both know like oh you're not well, especially yeah, for him you, in you character, like it, yeah. he definitely needed to yeah. know what questions were being asked so yeah. he could think about it, not as yeah. Asim, but as Trabadi. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. My friend once did an interviewing job for CBBC and she had to go on like film junkets and she mm. had to, she's an adult woman, but she had to play a little girl. And because those junkets are so like, you've got two and a half minutes with yeah. people, um, she was having to walk into the room in character. It was all being filmed. And it was sometimes people like Steve Carell. <laughs> I, I use him as an example of someone it works really well with because he just got straight away it's yeah. an improviser but the people who just walk you walk in and you say something kind of precocious or yeah. slightly rude yeah and it's so hard that you haven't met them beforehand because yeah. they look at you they look away like what why mm. why you is have to really to me like this yeah, yeah I have to like be I've like learned more than I've like now I'm doing it that like I always like will warm them up like yeah. I won't ever go in with like you would in like an in, like a yes. serious interview yeah. like yeah. you don't go in with the hard questions right at the beginning yeah. Yeah. you end on that so then if something fucks up then you can just yeah. be like cool interview's over yeah. Yeah. so I'll like speak to them first like oh how's your day been like da, 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 that kind of stuff and then I'll kind of go more into character because that's and, always like, the worry like because I, I know that even though I take the piss and I'm super deadpan at points there's still points where I worry about what people might th- like I still got oh shit I'm but sorry you know I what? That's because you're, you, but that's like, because you're not a proper journalist you're genuinely interested yeah. journalists have all these different tricks so number one they want you to forget that it's an interview they yeah. want you to think that you know each other they also want you to please them there's yeah. a trick that I've only learned from my job where sometimes they tell you something very personal about themselves off recording mm. so for instance someone that's might say to me up. someone might say to me oh yeah did a you talked about something in your book because I recently had an abortion, oh. right? So, so then what happens is, or maybe a death, or it might be a let's say something to you, oh, and no. then when you start interviewing, I'm taking notes right now. No, and then a strange <laughs> thing happens because you think I'm saying so much more than I would usually, and then yeah. afterwards they go, oh, it's a trick. They do that. They do that because you really open up because they've told you. You something. know what? It's like the girls in the bathroom that you meet. Yes, and then they yeah. they tell you everything. <laughs> I don't know. You know, yeah. you know about this. Yeah. yeah, my girlfriend tells me about. Yeah, this yeah. and then you. That's such up, a fun. Oh, we have oh, really intimate. There's like, a lot of women actually. You meet them for the first time and they tell you so much about yeah. themselves and then you really feel so connected to them and then you're yeah. like I'm going to tell you everything yeah, but you, but you right mirror now them, but it's also makes yeah. sense because if someone yeah. tells you something and you don't give anything where well, you actually feel yeah. bad because you also you don't want to embarrass them yeah. so you end up going no 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 don't worry I think this 
to yeah. kind of reassure them like oh we're both sharing it's so strange yeah that's really um, interesting and, oh, and the other thing is people who don't tell you that they're journalists but that's a different thing yeah has it ever happened to you that you've been like no, no, it's people not, have been not to me or it's happened to my friends it, but it has happened that I've started to get into a position where so here's an example. So, so like um, with the whole Me Too stuff, yeah. and they want to get something from you that's going to... Because no one actually cares about your talk, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. they know they've got to do that. That's why you're talking to them. It's promotion. But what they really want is you to comment on allegations about another yeah, comedian. And so they, so, and it all feels off the record. Like, you're just talking mm. in general about... And mm. so it's almost as you're packing up, as they're going, like, yeah. there's loads of stuff in journalism at the moment. We're just trying to make it better. The policy thing. Is there a female WhatsApp with the comedians? Mm. And you go like, oh yeah, of course there's one, but da, da, da. and you just get very informal, mm. yeah. and then it becomes that's the article yeah. is they yeah. they've got an agenda as when they they yeah. know exactly what they want from yeah, you. and also they don't need you to be like them afterwards. Can you can you get your agents to shut shit down if like if someone's put up a no, headline? You no, know, you have no power. I once wanted something taken down because what happens in an interview, not in a podcast obviously, but if you say it to them and they write it up, hmm. it's a version of what you said, but it looks like a quote. Yeah. Yeah. I've had like, yeah, like I've had articles in the, you know, whatever mm. newspaper, or no, mostly because obviously if it's in a paper, you can't change it. But, yeah. but if, it's in, if it's in the online down. shit, if there's something that's been said that I've... But is it like an error in terms of like a factual error or is it like you haven't liked what they've said about you? Bit of both. I've had both. Mm-hmm. Because factual I, I've, errors... I have a like, short temperament, so right. if, it's like, yeah. if there's something that's been said that I disagree with mm-hmm. and I'm like, you've totally put me out of context, yeah. then I will still be as angry as if they said something yeah. about that could ruin my mm-hmm. professional relationship with, say, someone else that I work with. Yeah. And that's equally as important, you know? Yeah. That saying, so oh, you've worked with so-and-so. I'm like, no, 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 that's that, I didn't say that. That's a very tricky thing to... to uh, thing to tread because quite often they can then make another story out yeah. of that like yeah. you, when you give them a I want that taken down because I don't want to upset yeah. that person they can go so yeah. they can anything so more yeah. often you're just going oh grin and bear it because yeah. next time you need yeah. something promoted and also yeah. it's more about yeah. like the sort of like things you give off my friend who's a journalist and I also start I'm a journalist as well mm. and mm. so my friend just interviewed um, a rapper and he called her up to say I don't like this and I don't like this about mm. your article and then she's obviously then told numerous people about mm. yeah, the fact that he's called her and then you get a reputation for yeah. being that person yeah. and so it's also about that yeah because then people like, don't want you. to interview you, yeah, and you or they're like oh you're so oversensitive yeah, yeah, like, and, yeah. and it's just hard because it is a two way street yeah, definitely, like, because definitely. you are also quite often using people for promotion yeah. so in a way like I had media training and what she said to me is like you want a good gig a journalist interviewing wants a good gig. Give mm. them a good gig. Yeah. Like, the, the whole point is if they feel like they're getting enough information, yeah. fine. And she was making me read interviews where comedians had uh, clearly had bad interviews. The interviewer hadn't liked them. She went, mm. look how difficult they were being. So now she's got, someone's got to file 800, 1,200 words. Mm. And if you've switched off and gone, I don't want to be here, mm. then they're going to say, you're moody. Also, if yeah. you're not... And you were really enough. fussy and you were late because she ha- they have to fill their word count yeah. and that's the angle. And, and if you're not giving them enough, if you're not saying things, if, you, if someone's asking you, what, what do you think about this? And you're going, yeah, it was all right or whatever. Yeah, or, I don't then care. What, yeah. yeah, your word count, what are you going to say? Like, you're going to fill it with stuff that's you have probably to. not as nice. Go, I, don't, I don't like them. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, but, people like you... I love I love reading interviews where people have walked out. Yeah. Like that's that's amazing too, though, from yeah. like an audience point. Of I view. loved the one. You, I thought it was such a, f- a real interesting feat of journalism where Gemma Collins with the was it Heat magazine <gasps> oh, yes. when they hadn't read her book and she clearly hadn't read her book either. But it's about being a diva. Yes. and they and they, mm. they wrote up the exact transcript, so they weren't trying to screw over in that yeah. way, but they were yeah. being very honest about her going. Well, that's in the book. 
I can't answer that. Just read the book then. Someone get this journalist a book. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, oh, and it was so funny because what they've done is they've just pulled this curtain away. Like, I'm not going to pretend this yeah. isn't. And also, it's Gemma Collins. But also, read the yeah. book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you're Guys, doing an interview, that's the message. Read, though, the, book. read that, the book. Just yeah. read the book. And speaking of which, you've done two books that I haven't read, mm. but they are out. Only one of them's out. Okay, okay. And yeah. the second one is coming out. Um, spring next year. Oh, wow. Yeah, April, May, yeah. What's it like actually writing a whole fucking book? Because that scares the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, it's well, it's a bit. What I would say to anyone who does want to write a book is it's a bit like, you know how every day you might write an email? You just mm. add them all together. Okay. And it's, so so look, everyone, might, everyone writes enough to write a book. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You don't, I, I, my word count per day, and I've spoken to other, obviously I got obsessed with like writer's routines. Mm. Some people might write 2,000 words a day, mm. which is, feels like a lot to write, and especially a lot yeah. to write well. And then I found out that like, Hemingway was my favourite. I mean, and I love his writing as well. But he was writing like less than 500 words a day. Would start drinking at 11, but no cocktails till three. And I was like, that's my kind of writer. <laughs> um, I love it. Um, I, so you don't have a huge word count. And yeah. It feels like insurmountable. But when you add it all together over months towards yeah. a year, you then have a really, really long, bad thing that you then edit to make better. <laughs> yeah. And by the time you're on the third and fourth yeah. edit, it's not bad anymore. Yeah. How but, many but, words would you write a day then? Or would it really, you it really differs. I've, I don't try, I've really tried to do a thing. Like when, I hope I'm not talking about turn about her, but when Sarah Millican wrote her book, she saw how long she had to do it, divided it by the word count of the entire book, this is and hit it every single day. And yeah. she's like, that, she's the Hermione of stand up comedy. Yeah. That's what I would do. Would you? I feel like I would, I would do that. I'd try and minimise yeah. the Because also it makes you do it. Because yeah. if you've got an but, actual but, daily but task. But with writing, if what you write is bad, it makes you feel sick. Right, like, yeah. I've, it, there's nothing you hate about yourself more than looking at the words yeah. going, mm. it's cliched, dumpy. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't also, and it's your life, it's like, that's not the truth of what mm. happened. So I think it's better, because I've tried on days to like force it and then you just delete it all the next day anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, definitely think anyone can do it. I think it's really hard if you love books. Mm because you want it to be a good book, not just a book. Yeah. It took me a while to realise that just because someone's got a book doesn't mean that it's good. Yeah. Like, as in, you start reading it and you're yeah. like, like, I think this is bad, but it's been published, so, like, it must yeah. be good. Yeah. And then you start reading it and then you're in the fifth chapter and you're like, no, this is actually just terrible, mm. this shouldn't have been made. be the yeah. same with albums, though, when you go, there's so much machinery around mm. it and people enabling it, they yeah. must have all been so, it's like, no. And there's so many yeah. bad <laughs> yeah, albums. No, not necessarily, yes. So many terrible yeah. records. Or it's yeah. just, I guess it's made. a matter of taste as well. It's, so, it's, yeah, yeah it's subject and the other thing is and this is what I think about all creative people you have this vision of a thing you don't actually know anyone's going to like it and by the mm. end of it you might not like it but that was the idea I've auditioned for things where I read the first draft and then I saw a finished thing something, mm. something that I didn't get and gone oh that's what happens when you've got 12 rewrites right. to please a channel mm. and so a producer I, I, I finally read this book called um, Writing for Fun and Profit oh yeah that uh, a good friend of mine recommended uh, a screenwriter recommended I read and the shit blew my mind because these are two writers that wrote National Treasure to yeah. like Herbie Fully Loaded, mm. like really terrible films that yeah. they fully agree in the book that are terrible films. And they're just talking about how one of the chapters is like, don't worry, you'll be fired. You'll be fired from the job that you got hired for. And then you'll be hired again 20 writers later once it's a different script. Yeah. And that shit yeah. has just blown my mind. Do you, not, do you not think also maybe it's like 
um, people get tunnel vision, like they're working on something for so yeah. long and they, they, yeah. they're just so focused on it that they forget to like show people or like mm. that everyone in the, in the, who's working on the project is just like, this is amazing, this is yeah. amazing. And then they're like, then they put it out there. So I think about adverts then mm. become like, it's racist because like, I feel like sometimes mm. people are just so... Yeah, they've seen it so many times. seen it so many times and then they just haven't thought about it in a wider, yeah. wider perspective so, or wider yeah. audience. So with comedy, with like a joke, so say you wrote a sitcom and there's a really funny joke in it mm. that you think's funny, but by the time you've filmed that from 18 angles, mm. or like you've filmed it from four angles, you've, but you've done 20 takes, yeah. and then there's an edit where you've got to choose which angles and someone else has done a rough edit and then you're in there. Like by the time you're watching it at screening, no one's laughing. Yeah. And what you don't realise is, oh, someone was supposed to laugh. <laughs> yeah. And we've been looking at it so long, we've timed it wrong because none of us found it funny for yeah. weeks ago. Because you've done TV as well like yeah. that. Okay. And, and do you find that that, is, that has been the case? Like I think it's a very difficult... The, the actual thing seems to be if you laugh a lot while making something yeah. it's crap when you put it out you oh, had yeah. too much fun yeah. and if yeah. something's very I've heard people talk about working on The Office the original mm. one and how the entire crew because obviously it wasn't The Office then mm. it was a very low budget yeah. with unfamous not attractive yeah. people who were very pale <laughs> yeah. and then and I've heard like makeup artists and, and costume women go in we thought it was absolute shit we were bitching <laughs> about it we, we, did it we were all like what? why are they let them do this these yeah. middle aged men and then and then it was The Office yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you go I can completely get how dry that environment would have been yeah, at the time because it had to be yeah when, I, be. when yeah. I'm filming chicken shop dates like a lot of the time the production team will be like that was awful like that was so painful to watch and it yeah. was just like so excruciating I'm like it's gonna be amazing yeah. because <laughs> it's something, be happens, brilliant. Brilliant. But something happens with the rhythm <laughs> yeah. where actually it makes better or awkwardness works brilliantly on tv if you can actually have it yeah yeah yeah, yeah no just to be in the room when you're filming yeah. for an hour then you're like how the hell is this but then we we edit it to exactly. five minutes and, and also because it's, it's all about funny. the space with, with comedy and mm. like you get that space when you edit chicken shop dates yeah. where you we drop a bomb and then there's the look. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I don't have to the... say anything. Like, so many mm. episodes, I don't say anything. I'm just yeah. looking. Mm. Or I'm, like, putting my eyes, my eyebrows yeah. up. And it, like, that's a, yes. that it, it's it great for me because I'm, yes. like, Do people in, in daily life expect you to be like that? Yeah, like, when I... When I people meet me sometimes on the street mm. or they're like oh you like that in real life and I'm like obviously not like mm. I have friends um, <laughs> like, I'm not like totally deadpan the whole time but obviously yeah. it started it's like it's not a complete character it's like mm. an like, um, exaggeration of my personality I think when I was at school like, I was known as being like the sarcastic one mm. or like I've just always been like I'm that person that people like come up to you and, like are you okay mm. you're like I'm right. fine it's just my face I'm just yeah. I just look unhappy do you ever get shy when you're interviewing though when, when I'm interviewing yeah, someone so, so do you ever have a thing because what I would imagine this is what I'm asking you I would have a thing where I if I knew what would be funniest I think I would get shy right yeah I think yeah, I have a point I get, where I go sometimes yeah. I'm like I get nervous to like fully do the things that I think are funniest mm -hmm. because I also want to impress them yes, and like yeah. make them like me yeah. and so I know that if I do this thing that I think is yeah. going to be hilarious mm. they're going to think I'm a freak have mm. you ever seen Diane Morgan stuff yeah so, so she has this thing like cunk on Britain and she yeah did yeah, it. yeah okay yeah. so I always watch her going I don't know how she pushes it so far without people knowing like the um, but, but, Sasha but, Baron she, Cohen she, yeah. Yeah. So, no, what like, is with yes. that like do they yeah. know like do they I no don't, they don't they don't and I, and I think what they do is they must come in and do lots of all of that briefing stuff in character and they must be briefed in a way of going oh she's a bit silly or she's 
she might that's what they did with Ali G yeah. Yeah. they said, to, they said yeah. to everyone like oh he's like a young yeah, guy so play wants along to know a about bit. so you get yeah. a little bit of thing of like a, oh but I still think imagine looking at a real person like a real scholar of the yeah. bible and going is I it think, this I think that you've takes just got to I think like, it, yeah, it does, does. Yeah. but I do think you've got to like what I do think is like obviously the most majority of the time I don't I, I don't let my shyness get the better of me mm. I just think if I mean, if you want this to be a good episode mm. you push have to push it and so like that's what you think about that's mm. what you have to just keep doing yeah. and I feel like when I'm in the chicken shop I'm like yeah, I just become a different I yeah. just feel like I'm yeah. acting yes. and then yeah. and then when it's over I'm so relieved like honestly <laughs> when we stop filming I'm like oh great yeah. fuck that well over. it takes a lot of like exertion like it takes a lot of like physical yeah. energy to become because you know you might not realise it but you might physically become the different characters yeah and well. also you don't like I never know what the other person opposite me is going to be doing mm-hmm. so I have to be mm-hmm. constantly reacting to what they're yeah. doing and yeah. like try and like manipulate the situation so if I feel like they're getting a bit shy then I have have to change my questions and make sure yeah. that they're that I'm doing questions that like is going to yeah. bring them up and then yeah. if they're getting too arrogant then I have to like switch yeah. it again so it's like but that's why I love that's yes. exactly that's yeah. what I love I love the sort but of you know like that, but that's like dynamic. MCing in comedy yeah. which is what your brother does all the time because essentially what you have to do is you're reading the room and, yeah. it, and, it, and actually Always. it is exhausting because you're constantly working because you're going yeah. mm are you bored right, and yeah. if you're bored I need to engage you more and if you're over engaged I have to calm you yeah, down yeah. but do you yeah. do that with your stand up even though it's not you, even though I guess you have um, a, so, like so, you know what, so, you're gonna, what so, jokes you're going to be so saying so not but, me but someone who is very skilled at emceeing which I'm not they would have certain material they might do for a certain situation but much more you are, it is asking questions so an emcee's job is to go because audiences love someone who's not them being talked to mm. no one wants to be talked to themselves but they want you to make fun of someone else yeah, yeah. yeah. so what it's about doing is about making them so interested about the guy at the front or yeah. why, they, why they've never got married. Yeah. I've seen so, rooms yes. wake up yeah. as soon because as someone's you, An alertness up. happens. We yeah. go, oh, this is real. This is actual and real life that's happening. it's not me. It's not me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. Do you, so do you ever talk to the audience? I don't, but because I hate it when I'm in the audience. Yeah, always. Right, okay. so, the, so that's the thing that makes me feel like... That's the other thing you realise yeah. realize is like, a, a comedian yeah. there's a, it's a term that you think mm. oh everyone's uh, it could be similar but actually yeah. there's so many different types and there's so many mm. different yeah. ways that comedians perform like I didn't realise about sketch comics mm. until like two years ago and now I'm obsessed yes. um, so I went yeah. to the UCB in LA oh wow yeah, yeah. And, um, oh is that um uh, no. It was started by Amy yeah, Poehler. Yeah, I was going to say something right? SNL. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but, the, but I saw, to be honest, a lot of them were so shit. And I came some back. Some of the students as well. Some, that yeah, but yeah. even the, the MCs were so shit. And I was just like, but then Harry Kondabolu. Yes, yeah, he him. came on yeah. and he killed it. He yeah. was so good. Yeah, he's but on fire at the moment. Oh my god! Like he he was doing Conan uh, yes. that that yeah. week and he just killed it. And then but the rest of them were so bad that I came back like and saw you know Doc or, or mm. my brother or whoever it is that I know and I was like. You guys need to do LA because this the scene is so yeah. bad. Well, here's, but here's the thing <laughs> so that's bad. interesting. You know that no one gets paid in LA. Right, okay. So, so UCB, no one gets paid. And I didn't you, know and that. And oh. what's the deal with being paid in England? So England's uh, pretty, it's a pretty flourishing economy in that um, you can be a very mediocre stand-up and pay your mortgage from it in terms of the life really? circuit, which is so unlike anything else because... Um, it hasn't got effects in the way that downloads have because so few people make specials. Right. Um, but the actual gigs... Um, so you will get paid for a gig? Yeah. So, so even, the, if, uh, even on, on a mixed bill? Yeah, even, even on a mixed bill. And actually, after a certain point, so for some people, it happened about three years in, which is absolutely fine. If you think about anything, when you're kind of honing your craft... 
but between three and eight years, most people are paying their rent just from comedy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's amazing. Yeah. And also, that's not like the top of... Some people are very, very rich at the top. That's anyone. Mm. They can afford to yeah. have children. They can afford to support yeah. their w- wife or their husband. Like, there's always different yeah. other things within it, which is really incredible. But no, El- America doesn't pay for gigs. Yeah. The most they might get is like $14. Really? Yeah. Because, and it's because just, it, isn't it weird how someone's just set that as a rule? Yeah. What happens yeah. Yeah. Someone's decided that yeah. and then it's if, like, if that's people, the rule. If people work for yeah. nothing, then it makes it very difficult for anyone to come in. Yeah. Like you can't unionise and go, let's exactly. not do that. Cause, so they're all working towards these like, Conan style spots so mm-hmm. they spend a really long time working on very short sets to get through to TV because yeah. they want to be in sitcoms right so okay really so they'll do setup. their, their yeah. late night show five yes, minutes that's what they're, and, that, and they'll spend a long mm. time doing that and that's why the shows don't pay them and they don't they have things with the audience where they have to drink two drinks minimum. So you get you pay for a ticket oh. and you have to drink. So the venue, oh, when the I went venue to comedy cellar money. actually in New York, yes. you have to do that. Yeah, right. which is really I mean again a thing so that you, you know can, what the comedy cellar's paid? They'll get a little bit, but most of the acts mm. know. And maybe the headliner will get $100, yeah. but they're not there for the money. Because I saw Judah Friedland. Oh, yes. There. Well, so when he came here, he was doing tiny gigs with us at ACMS, yeah. which is like a... And he couldn't believe he was being given £40 after each one, it's which mad. isn't a lot of money. He's like, you don't understand. We don't get paid. Yeah. Sorry, that, that must you. just make... No, 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 no. Just, that's all right. Just, that like, just bring that. in a, a, like a, just a type of person, I guess, someone that can yeah. afford to not... To not, exactly, um, yeah. to not to work for free. Yeah. Exactly. But then I guess, are you just, yeah. uh, then I guess you could just gig after work. I don't I think know. Most, that's what happens yeah. to most people. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it can be quite a middle class profession, but mm. most people also just work all day. Yeah. And that's your social life. Rather than going out, you do a yeah. gig and then you go home. Right. So that's yeah. my comedian is just friends with other comedians. <laughs> that is true. This is a perfect place to stop for the piss break, okay. the tradition of the piss break, and we'll come back in five minutes for the second half. Okay, we are back. Um, and I didn't even pour the shots. What so are the I'm, shots of? I didn't know there were shots involved. It's the tradition. Is it? Um, the Patron. What's Patron? Oh my Tequila. God, what is Patron? Oh, okay. God. Um, there is a uh, orange one and a green one. So I think I they're pretty really much the same. Tequila. You can have the smallest one. It's yeah. like more of like okay. a... Um, okay, if it's... Uh, um, mm, ceremonial. Yeah, ceremonial. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. I okay. G- green or orange? I don't know the difference. I'll have orange. Small. Where did you Where did you get these little tiny bottles from? The airport. Um, duty free. <laughs> yeah. Um, Go so, have so, some tequila for the plane. Also, I have my personal training on a Monday, <gasps> and so I also have a thing about how much I've drunk. I'm like, I'm gonna. Be you have puke. to tell them. I'm gonna. No, I'll be puking what? on her. <laughs> it makes you want to puke anyway. Yeah. God, how long do you train for? Oh, I've only just recently started doing it. My boyfriend got a personal trainer and I got really jealous. Yeah. And then so I've been going, this will, this will be my sixth of, of, week. Yeah. Yeah. Just everything, because he had this new person in his life to talk about. Yeah. And you have conversations with your personal trainer that are really like, I guess there's small talk with someone who's forcing you to lift heavy things. <laughs> so my personal trainer, Serbo, is... Um, I've been avoiding him since I've come home from America. Because oh, no. you're scared of going back. I'm scared of going back. But and he DM'd me. He was yes, like, you avoiding me, yeah. bro. Of course you, you were like, But also like, get yes, over it. Because the second, week yeah, be, the second week you'll be so excited to see him again. Yeah. But, I had I had yeah. a gym membership, but then I had to cancel it because the door to the gym was just so heavy. I couldn't open it. Yeah, I had that at a gym. It was so heavy. Where I was like, I shouldn't be here. Yeah, I know. I couldn't get in. Maybe it was a push door and I thought it was a pull, but... 
that's understandable. Um, but I, I get so afraid of trainers purely because they do that. If you had the pincher, you ever had the pincher yeah. where they get the metal thing and they go, yeah. let's no. do the body fat today. Well, get, that's, that's what I get at the beginning no. of every session. No, fat, she right. measures with a tape measure everywhere and weighs oh me. And I don't care. I was not doing it to lose weight. Yeah. Like, I'm not an obese person. That wasn't the thing. It's <laughs> about getting stronger. And I love everything apart from the weigh-in. The weigh-in's and awesome. she, and so what, she, They do the weigh-in every time you do the training? Every time. Because she's, she's always Terrible. looking at my BMI because oh. it has like this aim. And then she's like... Um, have you been drinking a lot this week? Is what she always asks, and I'm like, oh, I've no. been very stressed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, went, yes. I went to a party. <laughs> oh, I went to the GQ Awards. It was my thing last week. I, was like, yes. I went to the GQ Awards. You can't expect me not to drink. <laughs> it's that free is, drinks. But yeah. also, why just it, the penalisation? Like my the, the guy that I go to, big up Serbo. Mm. Like he's he's fucking amazing. He's like seven foot tall yeah. he's the biggest most ripped guy you mm. can ever imagine he's so ripped that all of the actors he's he's trained he's ended up being in their movies as the bodyguards <sighs> but yeah. then also I'm frightened of him and I don't yeah. mind him knowing this because mm. he listens to the podcast yeah. but I'm terrified of him but I think that's what they, I think that's what I find fascinating about personal trainers is that they read all of their people and they see what you need mm. I don't like being told off no, no, I respond no. really badly like a child yeah. going yeah. so so, so, and I think they read straight away mm. so she makes me laugh while I'm doing stuff and she knows if I start getting into the conversation yeah. I forget what I'm doing and I stop yeah. moaning about it so she's really good at going and what about this and have you seen this and do you like Craig David <laughs> and she, she distracts me all the time and, she, and, and she's much more to be like well done so strong and I've like done a quarter of a pull up and she's yeah, like yeah. amazing I, I'm, nice. still, I'm still really sad that drinking makes you put on weight is that true yeah this is what upset well, me it depends yeah. what you drink know, it depends like, what you drink know this. speaking of which there you go here's the tradition there's your, here's your shot little, here we go thank the you little, so only a ceremonial tiny little shot here cheers everyone it's okay cheers These thanks for trying podcast there you yeah. go and have a line for afterwards perfect so small came up with the tiniest tiniest tequila shots that is like so like <coughs> delicious tequila like it's just a burning in my throat <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's a, you, yeah it's Patron it tastes like it's Patron it's like only the best it tastes like, tastes like swallowing vomit back down I don't, I don't know. This came from Duty Free, so who knows? All right, so here's, here's what we're going to do right now. This is okay. the second half, so we, we are doing the segments. I've got two segments I've been doing this season, yeah. um, and it's purely an outlet for me being super angry at the world. Mm-hmm. That's as simple as that. Woo-hoo. You um, don't come across like you're angry. Yeah, you don't. I keep, it all, I keep it all, you know, hidden. Okay. okay. So comes the segments. The okay. segments. I, <laughs> I literally save it for the segments. Um, this segment's called Under the Patio. It's purely uh, a, a bunch of scenarios mm-hmm. about things that people do in, in, in daily life uh, that could annoy you to the point where you would like to kill them. Mm. And so... What, and bury them under the and patio. And bury them under the patio. So it's yeah. up to you guys to decide that the type of capital punishment that these, these people deserve. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the so first, like, the first yes, one. I'm, yeah. I'm, okay. I'm you ready? Sure. Oh, yeah. ready? Any of ready these actually incite me to capital punishment. I'll be so yeah. surprised. Well, you, you have. You wait. Okay. The first no, no, one. no, no. I'm you, surprised, but one? I'm open to it. Okay. Because okay. the first one, I know immediately, I will kill these people. Okay. Okay. People. People. Yeah. People that kiss their dogs on the mouth. Oh, I'm into it. I kiss other people's dogs on the mouth. With tongue. Yeah. No, but sometimes it slips in. Um, like, no, number one, I love dogs so much. Number one, I'm a very like gross, dirty girl. Like I don't, I don't care. And also, if they do it, I don't mind. Kissing your boyfriend or girlfriend? 
That bothers me much more than kissing oh, the dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, the dog kissing your boyfriend or girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> no, you walk in any, and it's any, a lonely point. Oh, no. what, what is happening here? Any kind of couple slurping on public transport yeah, on a really yeah, crowded yeah. tube. Oh, yeah. That's, That's worse. If someone was just getting off with their dog, I'd be like, fair play. Good boy. <laughs> That's Good a fit boy. dog. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was literally standing out here waiting for, for my friend to come and open up uh, Emily's Bar. Big up Emily's Bar, by the way. I forgot to say that. And literally, there's no one else on the entire street. Yeah. And I'm stood there with my bags and a couple decides to stand right in front of me and they start like making to, out. They like to be watched. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Clearly. they just don't give a shit, do they? Mm. They went straight under the patio. Mm. So, Amelia, you think that people... Yeah. Could, they, think? I think they should go under the patio straight away. Under the patio. I'm like, maybe not under the patio. Maybe, like, on top of the patio, but, like, knocked out. Just stay away from dogs, basically. I just... I, I gross me out. Do you think it's dog. gross? I do think it's gross. I do think it's gross. When a dog, like, licks your face... I've just got all of these images of, like, Daily Mail articles about dogs that have, like, eaten someone's face off. And, like, yeah, but they only do that if you're dead. Oh. <laughs> no, because there's... I've seen a woman dead. who's had to have okay. her whole yeah. face reconstructed because her dog ate it. Yeah, or was she off her... How was she that Did slave? She was, maybe she was off her face. Yeah. I also, again, I just don't think that's the dog's fault. Obviously, that's terrible. That's that's love that's love taken too it far just, it makes me feel sick all right okay, okay. here we go i'll get i'll get another one it's divided um opinions. okay <laughs> okay no um I, you know i have to go through you know what this one this one's specific mm. people that describe you as a female comedian and not just a comedian yeah mm, it's okay so this is an interesting one still i don't think it's worth murdering them okay all right it, it, see it's, i have issues it's, inter- it's interesting because i've noticed it so much and i've also noticed it the other way around so first of all you go why am i a female comedian then you realize oh. you hear people refer to as like a oh here's an example when my, my sister's hender a few weeks ago they kept calling them male strippers and i right. thought yeah because yeah. when we say stripper you imagine mm. a woman so I correct yeah. you we're going male unfortunately there's some jobs that have a default which is gendered yeah. And so, and so, like, um, female murderer is another one that people quite often say because, mm. because, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because it's, very, yeah, it's a very male-dominated industry. Yeah, oh, it's female. Mur- oh, female murderer, <laughs> female paedophile, female paedophile. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's certain jobs. That's amazing. And so, and so, like, and, what, and people don't mean you any ill when they describe right. you as that or say it. And so. Because it's not, if, if it was intention to go, you're a lesser version of this, yeah. then I would think, what a horrible thing to do. They mm. don't mean to diminish you, they think they're giving you a better description. Okay. So I used to be much angrier about that than right. I am now. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's, what's funny is when someone calls you a female comedian and you think, did you need oh, both? Yeah. Did what? you need both qualifiers there? What's a comedian? It's a female comedian. Oh, really? Comedian, yeah. but, it, but it sounds very a French. But, Super yeah, French. A comedian Madame is a female well. comedian. So when they call you a female comedian, not as a it's joke. Like very, right. very. Yeah, just so everyone, the two flags are female. flying. Yeah. Cripes. But sometimes now I find myself going, oh, one of the male comedians. Because if I say one of the comedians, so one of my friends who's a comedian, sometimes I will go, one of the male comedians thinks this. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. But it is, it is annoying that people, it could be the, used, the, the yeah. default is yeah. like a male. But then there are some jobs like wait, waiter and waitress. You're not going, oh, one's better at their job than the other. Yeah. It's yeah. just we have gendered yeah. nouns. Right. It's weird that yeah. some actors I know, a- actresses, oh. feel they don't want to be called yes. an actress well that's because be yeah. I didn't realise this but um, you know you used to have to put your occupation in a uh, passport and lots of sex workers struggled for what to put mm. and so actress is what strippers called themselves oh, really? and that's why actresses and this happened in the 80s and 90s they suddenly didn't want to be called actresses anymore because they weren't strippers right. Right. so actually it was this kind of almost like a, a sex worker stigma mm. 
Mm. And then that's that's where oh, I'm an actor, I'm an actor. Whereas I actually think lots of people now are then fine about it again yeah. to go. It's weird. I yes. feel like it's more just like a personal choice, isn't it? If someone mm. wants to be, someone wants to define themselves by something, they should yeah be allowed to. Yeah, and I was thinking that about mermaids and mermen. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah. they've got completely different. They words. don't have yeah, they and need a, their rights as well. And, don't and they? a mermaid. Why maid and not woman? Yeah. And also, like, oh, I'm a merman. Merman. Like, yeah. I might but have girly hair. <laughs> I might live in the sea, but proper bloke. <laughs> yeah, I'm a bloke. Yeah, I'm a proper sea. bloke. Yeah, I've got no shells on my tits, so right? <laughs> it also just confuses... Reproduction with mermaids just confuses the hell out of me. Oh, I just read a book yes. called The Pisces. Yeah. If you ever Did want it tell to, you how they have sex? Yes, it's very in detail. So she's having this affair with a merman, mm. and um, it's all about his penis and where it comes out from. And also, she goes right to the edge of the sea, and they do it. Oh. And... But I mean, it's, she, her, her imagination is incredible right. because it makes me, makes me now think I can tell you how to have sex with a is male a, creature. Is there a I'm fold that it's, it comes out of? Yeah, there's okay. a there's an there's an orifice where that when the male yeah. has an erection, it protrudes. Yeah. But then it's the fin from the top of the waist like the groin area oh. but then the kind of it would when it non-erect yeah. it would seem flat and right. just scaling. so it's not like birds right. when okay. they just spice each other no because you know with whales mm-hmm. when have you ever watched Blue Planet when they, the whales have uh, sex yes I have watched Blue Planet and you know how it comes out like a worm Oh, it's and really what weird. do you mean? Have you seen? Yeah, um, so birds Blackfish, have that as well because that is mm. the most harrowing scene mm. in any kind of film no, I've ever yeah, watched. No, I haven't watched that. If you're not, yeah, when, it's an amazing you know documentary. What I'm talking about yeah. that scene. Yeah, but it's an amazing documentary. Yeah, yeah. but it's, so birds have um, labyrinthine vaginas. Creepy. So okay. the penises are also, and you know, like pigs are curly and so mm. are foxes and foxes are yeah. barbed yeah. and barbed so it hurts the but, but no, no it doesn't hurt her what it does is it stimulates ovulation mm. so the jarring of it is what makes her ovulate crumbs wow because did you sit to do so much um, research into animals for your book yeah yeah you know, just getting off with my dog <laughs> getting <laughs> off my dog looking at other, other creatures cocks yeah, yeah. alright so okay here's one that, that's personal to me because I came back uh, from my trip obviously as you know I was avoiding my personal trainer because I hadn't lost any weight but I wouldn't say I'd put any on mm. and I saw an artist that I work with mm. and the first thing he said to me was hey man how's it oh shit great trip you put on weight first thing so what my question to you is people that comment on your weight whether it's positively or negatively yeah they shouldn't be doing that I think I I haven't spoken to him by the way in two months I think it's a really dangerous thing to do because I don't know how you feel with um if one of my female friends has clearly lost a lot of weight Mm. I don't want to comment in a way which makes her think oh I look better yeah or um yeah it's or when they put on weight again oh Sarah was on a minute oh my gosh you look amazing you, yeah. but sometimes people want that as well and you seem rude if you haven't noticed it's or picked hard, up on it, it. Yeah. it's a hard one because the immediate reaction if someone looks very different is yeah. you comment on it yeah but it's yeah. true with females in particular you don't want to say oh yeah. you look you lost so much weight you don't want to reward that because yeah. yeah. then what you're saying yeah. is you but didn't I, look good I think that I sometimes I do comment on it but I don't seinfeld. think I say it in a rewarding way yeah, yeah. I, if anything I think yeah. I say it in a negative way yes mm. if someone if a female yeah. friend's lost weight I'm like oh you you look really thin mm. and I don't know maybe yes. that's bad as well that's I don't terrible. know yeah. no, no, I don't know I had a period in my childhood where I was like not eating Eating, and I remember like a teacher saying to me, I'll just go eat a burger. Mm. And I knew what they meant was, I know you're not eating or yeah. I know you're not eating enough. And, I, and I, I can, it's really hard. But the thing is, I also then think it's so hard not to do it, even yeah. though you don't like it being done to you. Yeah. You're, look, you're very diplomatic. I'm very, very diplomatic. diplomatic. I'm here ready to kill anybody yeah. that kisses their dog. Mm. 
and you're just out here. Says you've put on weight. I think that's not okay. Yeah, I don't think. But, but the they wouldn't say if they thought you looked bad. Is the thing. I don't think the first thing someone says to you if you've put on weight. I was like, like lovely to not, see you. That's just like you're bad. Fat. That's just like bad <laughs> social skills. Yeah, you know. Or, or sometimes people who don't care about it themselves don't have the sensitivity. So yeah, they think, oh, true. I wouldn't maybe care. They, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. My one of my really good friends, he does that a lot. He thinks. Oh well, I wouldn't care. You're like he forgets people's names mm. a lot. He's like, well, I wouldn't mind if someone forgot my name. Like I fucking would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so pissed off when people forget my I name. I think I was saying to him, I was like, names. I think they're so personal to you. Like if someone forgets your name, mm. it's like, oh, like I feel that yes. in my soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Can I can see you're going to be diplomatic mm. about this. I can see. Yeah. I'm going to try not to be for this one. I'm going to try oh, and be yeah. really hardcore. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'll do this one first, and then there's one that I know you'll be angry okay. about afterwards. Okay. 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 So I know that people that mark themselves safe on Facebook. Fuck them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah straight under the patio. Yeah. Why would you do that? Because like, you want attention. Yeah. You yeah. Want because you think everyone in the world is worried about you. Um, I understand. Like, if you are in Thailand, mm. if people know you're travelling, and mm-hmm. something like, there's been a shooting, and three yeah. people are dead yeah. in Thailand, and then you're the guy you went to school no, with might kill. No, I understand you want to text your mum. I yeah. understand that you feel like you were close to something because everyone mm. in the country is talking about it. Putting it on Facebook is a dick yeah. move. Yeah, because move. the only the only reason I think that people could do it, other than being um, a dick is that like they've got loads of people messaging them mm. and that they yeah, would then yeah. want to be like just put it out definitely. there but like come on you can just message people back yeah. like you don't have to put that that, that so message so with the London yeah. Bridge attacks so obviously yes, there, there that was, was one when I really yes. saw it a lot yeah so it was London mm. right and so lots of people that we know are near yeah. but it was also the people who were missing or it happened to were on the news it was reported yeah. like they had ID on them it wasn't like oh we've got 50 bodies yeah. it, it wasn't that scale of it so people three days later marking themselves safe oh when it God. wasn't when it wasn't September the 11th it no. wasn't we've lost thousands of people and there's mm-hmm. no mobile phones working it's like who, who is that for? But then, is I, it but, for? I, but then I think that's social media in general yeah I know middle-aged men who use Facebook like they're a teenage girl in mm. terms of their statuses. Oh, yeah. And it's like they think it's their diary. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, get Twitter. Yeah. Oh, it aggravates me. I get so It is, because it's like hyperbole. So it's like playing yeah. to the sort of, like, the sort of narrative of hysteria. Mm. Yeah, Like, exactly. I think it was a really good example of... Um, God, what was it? When um, last year at Christmas, when there was that... Um, meant to be an attack on oh, Oxford Circus. I was in that. And Ollie Mers was tweeting, yeah. being yeah. like, "There's, I've heard shots in, yeah. in Selfridges. Everyone yes. get down. Yeah. And it was just I'm, madness. I'm, so and I'm, it was yeah. nothing. There was yeah. nothing happening. So I'm it doing was, stand-up about it. So I was Are evacuated you? from Oxford Circus Station because they were given a terrorist alert. So it was really terrifying because right. the announcements I've never heard before or since. Mm. But the, all of the shops took their shutters down at the back and they do sound mm. like rifles if you can't see yeah, them. Okay. So it's just metallic kind of hitting. Um, Especially to Ollie Murs. I know. I, he was, that's bad yeah. because he's got, mi- he's got millions of yeah. followers. And, I think and also he thinks it's a conspiracy because like yeah. months later he was in the front of the paper going it was a cover-up and it, and it wasn't. There wasn't. I really didn't know that. Is he a, a flat earther? I don't, I'm not going to say he's a flat earther. <laughs> and, also, and also in terms of what we were saying earlier about interviews I'm sure all he said was I definitely, but people were fucking terrified and everyone on Oxford Street, if you were in a shop, so like my boyfriend was in Top, top Man, they took them all down to the bottom, mm. so they locked the doors, That's scary. took them all people. down to yeah. the basement, they moved them through into another building, mm. there were all these recording studios, you know all those ones that are in Soho, they, they all got a terrorist alert, so they, they were told that they had to let anyone who wanted to run into the building for the next 30 or 40 seconds in, and then they had to lock the doors, they wow. took them downstairs where it's bomb proof, and they have 
like fridges full of beers to give people Sick. and they were there for two hours like it was the blitz sorry I mean no, terrible they were. because, because all, but all you know is it's the terrorist alert so you yeah. don't know yeah. it's not for the right reason or right. everyone's fine Jesus I yeah. mean that is look that is harrowing as fuck yeah. like so if what you I had to say, be a part of it but running through the streets what you realise is like you're this really like conscious intelligent and also for me quite a hard person when people when everyone's terrified around you, you your heart just beats yeah, and I'm like, I wanted my mum yeah yeah but then back to the question mm. the, the, the the under the power question yeah. You would text your mum straight away. I texted my mum. And if your mum yeah. found out on Facebook that you were safe, she'd yes. be pissed off. Yeah. No, and I didn't feel any need to go to anyone. I was one of the, <laughs> I was one of the trains that was stopped at Oxford yeah. Circus Station. Yeah. But then I get a lot of attention from my job, which I think is why I yeah. judge other people. So I go, yeah. if you want attention, be a performer. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. That's true, actually. Yeah. yeah. But you then we're, we're honest about it. Everyone look at me. I'm adorable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got, I've got another I've got a couple swift ones okay. swift questions okay people that FaceTime unsolicited what do you mean just like you know when you're just FaceTime yeah just like I've a, got a bigger imi- thing about voice notes oh, oh I, I don't know if this is one of your thing but yeah. oh, I absolutely I hate, hate people notes. who voice note <gasps> because I hate listening to them I'm like I don't want to listen to it. it just freaks me out I don't want to open it I don't want to press play I yeah. don't want to listen to the voice nope. there's someone you don't know very well and also your and voice and you to find headphones and it's just a okay. nightmare yeah your voice as well like I had to send one last night to a promoter where he was like yeah bro like, don't worry about guest list like, just come through whatever and I was like Hey, but oh shit! I've got mm. to redo that. My voice cracked. I had Wait, to do why it three were you times. A voice note in the first because place? I had to. I can't reply to a voice note with a I, message. I always reply with a message. Yeah. Yeah. I always reply with a message. I go, I'm sorry, I'm not opening that. Can you just text me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to listen to it. I just don't want to listen but to it. But FaceTime as well. I don't, I, don't I, would, know, I, can't, I don't know anyone who would FaceTime. I've had so many unsolicited no. FaceTimes. All my FaceTimes are so carefully planned. Yeah. It's yeah. like down to the night. It's like, yeah. are they, okay. where are you going to be? Yeah. You've got to be in a like, mm-hmm. quiet room. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's always just with my sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like never with anyone else. Yeah. That's I fine. would usually be on the phone with someone and they go, shall we FaceTime instead? Shall and then you FaceTime? go, yeah, yeah actually, yeah. I'm at home. Or no, no. no. Yeah. I'll just get a FaceTime. Why do you need to look at each other? Why do you need to look? Look at me, yeah, we can no, talk about this. No. I get okay. so angry. I just cancel it and then have like, yeah, oh, sorry, I'm in the cinema. Yeah, cinema, that's a good one. Cinema's yeah. a great one. Sorry, I'm with my family. No one fucks with you if you're with your yeah. family. It's the only place now you can't have phones because planes have got Wi-Fi now. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Really the it's just the family mm. or cinema. Okay, no, I've, I've got a long list that you can see. I just have to make sure that, um, that it's, it's, it's... Appropriate. Well, also, b- things that, that I, want, I th- feel like will make you angry, you know? Uh-huh. People who don't wash their hands after they piss. Because I've learned recently mm. that this is women more than... Like, just the same as men. Because oh, yeah. yeah. I get pissed off when I see well. men coming out of the yeah. urinals and they don't men wash. Men don't tend to do it. My boyfriend is a, is a big... He has this thing of, like, if you've touched your dick, you wash your hands. Yeah, 100%. And he says this to other men, like a yeah. training thing for them of, like... Training video. People need that. Yeah. Excuse me, nice to meet you. You should wash your hands next time. You, did you touch mm. your dick? You wash your hands. I, I see. I, I'm. I would say I mentioned earlier. I'm a dirty girl. I would only wash my hands in the bathroom if a. I think I've in- contaminated myself in any way. Mm-hmm. But also, if someone in the bathroom either will recognise me or I know. Wait, I so will. you wouldn't just as you wouldn't just always just wash your hands. No. Really. No. Uh, really, I always wash my hands. Always got to wash your hands. I think I was really. I think I was really badly brought up, you know, because there were things that I did not know until I was an adult. Like no one ever said do that. <laughs> 
I think when I see people not washing their hands, if I know them, I do think of them a bit differently. Yeah, yeah but I, that's definitely. the thing. If, if you and I were in the bathroom no, together, right, I would wash my hands person. and I would talk to you and I'd wait for you to come out to bed. Yeah, yeah, look at me washing and my hands. And then all along, the real yeah, you. Secretly. I've also, I would say friends. this though, I'm never sick and I think it's because I've been so inoculated to germs. Right, okay. Piss germs specifically. Yeah, the and they're the best ones. And they are the best ones. I've argued with like my male friends all the time. It's like, brother, you're not going to wash. I guess if you think, look, I've had a shower my dick's clean you yeah. hold it you don't touch any piss yeah. you shake it and also it, piss isn't that dirty <gasps> the thing I didn't realise that guys didn't use toilet paper when they pee yeah. some of them do but then sometimes they get, that's where they get the little things in there, little drops on well, their so boxer shorts. Packs the, the penis no, no, the, the penis um, just the drops, the drops go in the boxer shorts and that's right. why their boxer shorts smell bad. This, <laughs> this is news to me. Oh, so with some boys, you can yeah. see the little marks on their pants. The little droplets that have come oh off the end of the dick. Oh my God. Wow. This is all news to me. This is don't ever touch boys. They're disgusting. It goes through their trousers. Through their trousers. So that's, have you never seen this? No. Where got a boy in a club's really drunk and he's clearly pissed and has put his dick back in Just and he comes soon. out. Just too soon, yeah, yeah, and yeah. My gross. God, those people should go under the patio immediately. Yeah, yeah no, fair enough. They, they get killed in the club. Yeah. Sorry, I know this is not, not great because I clearly, you, when, when, the, when if, murders if, happen, if this, I'll be on your podcast. Is, well, this is, this is a front for a serial killer. <laughs> You're using like, us for an excuse to go and do it. it. You yeah. can see I have a, quite a long list of people mm. that I'd like to... Yeah. Under the patio. Okay, um, all right, one last one, and we'll go on to my second segment very swiftly. Mm. Okay, along the cinema theme, people who go on their phone at the cinema with, with the phone on bright. Yeah. yeah, Snapchatting is a big problem right now. People Snapchat in the cinema? People Snapchatting. What, in the oh my God. Like they kind of take a picture of what's on no, the screen? No, themselves. They're Snapchatting themselves. In, in the cinema. cinema? Is it because the light's really oh. flattering? Though? Yes, I think oh, so. I think it's a problem. So, it's a big problem. Yeah. It's an epidemic. I don't know. That's the last, the last time I was in the cinema that was happening. The girls in front of me were Snapchatting the whole time. It was awful. Yeah, I've had to tell people about that. I wonder if it's different for different cinemas. Because I've not seen this. I'm not saying I go to posh cinemas. But for the Picture House Central. Picture House Central. <laughs> that is a great you posh it, cinema. You remember bar. Yeah, it's so lovely. Um, okay, we're going to go swiftly on to... Because um, I'm so drunk. Oh, yeah. I didn't realise that happened. Wow. Guys. Okay. Guys. Okay, calm <laughs> Guys. Down. Everyone's okay everyone. Um, so here's, here's another one that changes. The second segment, the name changes. Okay. It's just about like a, a, a series of important questions for humanity. Okay. okay. The recurring question I ask everyone, every, every person in this, vegans included, mm-hmm. that you can still have an opinion on this. If you could eat one creature from a film or TV show, a fictional creature, what would it be and how would you cook it? What? The first thing that comes to mind is Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to kill Sebastian because mm. I love Sebastian. Okay. And I don't. You don't want to kill But I do love what if you were really? Greeny, so. Oh. And also, would he be... A, he'd be he's got no, bigger eyes than No, I can't kill Sebastian. Okay. Under what would the you sea kill is a then? classic. On, a, on an island and you have, you have to kill somebody. Somebody has to... It's you or, it's you or him. Oh, I know. Slimer. Okay. <gasps> that is a good one. He looks meaty. And I wouldn't feel bad. But wouldn't he be like jelly-like? I think on the outside, I think Sorry, inside that's going to be know, tight. <laughs> it's going to be tight. <laughs> yeah, just don't do the dog kissing with Slimer. I feel like yeah. that would be a lot worse than a dog. Do you have one, Amelia? Well, I, feel I like... can't. I've go with Sebastian then. Okay, Sebastian. But I need some linguine, so that's, I don't know where I'm getting that from. Okay, cool. All right. Can you truly love someone that wears Crocs? Yes. Yeah. 
Also, wow, I've got you, Crocs. But you guys are the most no, forgiving no, guests. No, you I've don't ever even had. know. Crocs have changed their designs. I've got these incredible Crocs flip flops that you don't know are Crocs. <laughs> okay, you don't even so know they're Crocs. Okay, I, cool. I have to love myself. Um, I'm going right, to no, okay, Google with... them and show you. Please. They're the most comfortable shoes I own, and they're just some colours on top. They look like flip flops. Because my amazing. parents wear Crocs. Can I tell you a Crocs story? You don't love them. And I don't love my parents. Can I tell you a Crocs story? Please do. It also involves a dog. Yes. So my auntie Juliet had a dog, and he, when he's very anxious, humps your leg and she was wearing Crocs and his mm. dick got stuck in the tiny like one of the holes on the shoe oh and God. then because everyone was freaking out about it um, and he's running around with a Croc on his dick <laughs> and then um, so we put him in the bath to try and like get his erection down but obviously that was making him more and more stressed and then I had to cut the Croc off from around no. trying not to chop his dick no. off no. yeah it was oh really really God. really no, traumatic that is awful. To, yeah that's yeah. awful yeah yeah and because it kept swelling up on the other side so there was no way you were going to get it out no. So that's what I think and of. And you still when love I, Crocs after so, this? No, I don't. I love my Crocs, not those ones. Right, okay. Those, those when I, look, when I see those, those ones, no, those ones were cut off. They were thrown okay, away. Yeah, but when yeah, I see yeah, people yeah, in their yeah. proper Crocs, I guess if you're doing the gardening... A lot of chefs wear them. Chefs mm. wear them? A lot of chefs oh, yeah. Just and cocaine then, um, and Crocs. And then um, yeah. I went to Calais and volunteered in the kitchen and they all have Crocs. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's really, like, easy cleaning. Wipe off, yeah. And if you drop an iPhone... And dogs can have sex with them. Dogs really find the... Dogs very pleasurable. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, all right. We'll do one more. We'll do one one more. What's the biggest small amount of money that that someone can borrow that is awkward enough to ask for back? Oh. Yeah? What, while to you think borrow about and that. Ask yeah. Back? yeah. The borrowers that go, "Oh, it's annoying. They owe me 50 quid." I genuinely I think I would actually say 10 pounds. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, I asked, oh, can I borrow a tenner? Can I borrow a tenner? I think... But then I know friends who've, who've borrowed a ten, tenner off me and I haven't asked for it back, but yeah. I think a that... A tenner's too much. I think ten pounds. You think yeah. too much? I think five pounds you can let slide. Yeah. I know. So, no... I don't know. Okay, so I'm saying this now at a wealthy point in my career. Yeah. If someone asks for five or ten pounds, I would go, it's not a loan, that's yours, yeah. which is different. I think even... I think there's points up to fifty pounds where I'd still go. Oh, oh, if you need the money, this is. Oh no, no, it's cool. Or next it time depends, you can treat it? me or buy like me some drinks when you after payday. Like I think because I, someone who doesn't pay you back is my worst thing. Yeah. Like because I then obsess about it all yeah. the time and go. How have you forgotten? Yeah. <laughs> because I, because, because I would I would never forget. I would never forget. My worst thing is owing people something. Yeah. If yeah. you paid, I don't know. If like someone buys your train ticket somewhere because it was easier and then refuses the money back until mm-hmm. my, something ticks in my head until I've gone okay good and then yeah, I, that was on yeah. me or this was yeah yeah it depends I guess because if someone really needs the money then you would yeah, still you then go I, I've have had it. people mm. been really angry at me because I've forgotten to pay them back 50p oh no that's oh. not okay no you that's not they shouldn't be crazy. friends that's but who is that yeah, yeah oh, it's just someone from uni back in the day okay yeah terrible person I no longer speak yeah. to yeah I know but then I guess for some people it's, it's much more about the if you ask, can I borrow 50p? I was you clearly would, yes, that guy yeah, in the first that place. Guy, yeah. Then maybe that's my problem. Yeah, but they should I have gone, here's, here's 50p, not... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's your repayment plan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, listen, guys, thank you so much for doing the Thanks for Trying podcast. Um, and thank you for coming down to Emily's bar and having a drink with me. Big yourselves up. Thank you, Sarah and Amelia. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you so much to my guests, Sarah and Amelia. This has been Thanks for Trying Podcast, episode five. 
The music you're hearing right now. Come on now, you knew I was going to plug something. I can't miss this opportunity for free advertising. This is the instrumental for a song called Oxymoron, taken from my last release, Under the Patio, that is out now on Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music. Everything you can imagine it is there. So, go ahead, type in The Last Skeptic, type in Oxymoron and go listen to this full song because it's fucking sick. Keep it locked for next week, same time, next episode. Big love. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.